City Viewers Podcast, Episode 52, Homecoming Server's Release of Issue 27, Page 3. Welcome to the City of Heroes Podcast, a resource for the casual Heroes gamer. Your hosts, Chooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. This is Hero One, and you're listening to the COH Podcast. This is some kind of a podcast, Trauma Train Rich, by the way. Some if you kind. aren't already following Trauma Train Rich, please do. He's our good buddy, partner in crime and heroics. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so many people in the chat. Wow, I see oh the gosh. real smooth and Timberwolf smooth. and Trauma Train. And Doll. And Doll from the Dollhouse. This is so exciting. So, yeah, this is the City of Hero podcast, and we were going to do a... Um, we were going to do a primer on like all the things that changed from when the game sunset until the score server, because they had like what six, seven years of making changes. And then the new issue or the new page was released on Homecoming, <clears throat> uh, issue 27, page three, and it has so many changes. <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, yeah, that's the main topic uh, this week because it's it's huge. And, it, it and we, we're excited. <laughs> we're very excited. We did play some of the content in the beta. And uh, so, yeah, so um, I'm Chooch, um, long time host. I don't know. I need to make up something that sounds all official. I guess elevator we kind, pitch, we kind baby, of, elevator pitch. We kind of introduced ourselves already, right? Um, mm. <laughs> we've been playing City of Heroes uh, since around when Villains was launched. So, um, you know, not quite a lot of you played you know early early beta and alpha um but you know not around quite that long <laughs> um let me scroll through here so yeah actually all i really had on here was really the news huh the news, news yeah there news. was yeah we so you know we were on vacation we have not been able to play the game uh, we played wednesday night we got home wednesday night from our road trip we played wednesday night before the fatigue could catch up to us <laughs> um and then we haven't played again since then but we've been monitoring the news and friends um twitch streams and stuff like that and so like basically like the only news right now is that page three is live because right. I didn't even allow myself <laughs> to read through the, the patch notes for the beta server because why, why would I memorize or learn that stuff uh, and then just confuse it later with what actually went live. <laughs> so we are just all about reading the patch notes, N notes, not newts. <laughs> newts, the newts. Thank thanks for the corny dogs. <clears throat> <laughs> I love Timberwolf technology with some kind of a fish magical Summoning. incantation i love the <laughs> magic hands right. real smooth i swear you're just going to have an it degree by the end of all this by the end of this podcast uh, would be would you be scared to know that i'm actually an it executive <laughs> in the federal government <laughs> true story yeah um 
So we, there was actually a little <laughs> bit of uh, podcast news of, of our news, not specifically with the game for the podcast. Mm. All of our directory listings have been validated. So now, in addition to subscribing directly from the website or iTunes, um, all of our episodes are now available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. As usual, Pandora's dragging its feet. Direct links have been added to our subscribe page and uh, given a subscribe or a thumbs up or a star or a review on whichever service you use will go a really long way to help people uh, find us, find the game, and, uh, you know, get into playing because it's just ever so much better with more people, right? Ever so much. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For feedback, you can always email us at cohpodcast at gmail.com. And now you can, um, oh, wait, I didn't know we didn't talk about if we are going to actually discuss that, huh? What? Hmm. We, had, we do have a Discord server, and in theory, it's ready to accept people. I'm going to post a link to our subs yeah. subscribe page in the chat just so people can find all those different services. Um, but so um, on our Twitch page, we will be, we'll, we are going to link up once we do another once over uh, to our Discord server. <laughs> Um, if people uh, haven't used Discord, it's a service that uh, lets you do text and audio or video group chats. It's yeah, really it's great. great for discussions, <clears throat> really great for sharing tips and tricks and teaming up in the game, especially. Um, it yeah. originally launched as a way to, to team up or, you know, to uh, do voice in games. Mm hmm. We so, may or may not have a family Discord server. Like, that's how much I love right? Discord. <laughs> We're trying to move everything here. I may or may not belong to about two dozen Discord servers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for any old school techies, if I you remember... most of them, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for any techies, if you remember IRC back in the day, Internet Relay Chat, that used to be... It's very similar to that. It's just much easier to use. And it has apps on everything. But this isn't an advertisement for Discord. No, this is the not. City of Heroes podcast. It is. So let's talk about that. <laughs> and uh, um, one quickie COH and Homecoming. We don't normally uh, do any beta patch notes. Mm -hmm. But if you intend to try out the current beta, which is now, I think, issues, I think it should be page three, right? Um, this. Uh, page three, which just went page live three. on live, yes, just, yeah. was the last version that supported the tequila launcher or any mm. of the other independent launchers. Moving forward, Brainstorm server, which is the beta server on Homecoming, will only work with the Homecoming launcher. This doesn't affect the normal Homecoming shards. All of the normal Endom and Excelsior and all that are normal. You can still use tequila. You can use whatever, you know... Um, I can't remember the name, Cream Soda, any of the other launchers will still work. And they, um, in the notes, they said there is no current uh, plans to stop supporting Tequila or the other launchers. But just a note, if you want to do beta, you have to use Homecoming Launcher. And, uh, and then there's a bajillion updates. You want to take those, Viv? I do. I was just trying to figure out if I could turn my Google documents from light to dark, <laughs> and I don't think I can. So thank you, first of all, Chooch, for um, taking the patch notes and kind of stripping out all of the, the stuff that we're not going to read. Like, we're not going to read, like, 7.3% this and 2.7% <laughs> mitigation on that. Like, we aren't going to drill down to that level. 
but we're going to read through everything. Um, and it's a lot, so bear with us. <laughs> so I-27, page three, it launched on Black Friday, kids. It's including our brand, my, let me, I can't speak for Chooch, my brand new favorite strike force, the Dr. Aeon strike force. Yes. Chasing fool's gold. It's villain side. So you're going to have to be a little naughty. You're going to have to put on your little red costume <laughs> instead of your little blue costume. But I promise it's going to be okay. And it's going to be a lot of fun. It's levels 35 to 50. And the, um, what the, the flavor text that they give us is the super villain. G okay. I'm going to need a drink. This is so much text. You guys, I'm a little like, <laughs> <sighs> But we're in it to win it. Okay. Yes. The supervillain genius, Dr. Aeon, has begun to take notice of suspicious, unscientific activity going on within Aeon City. Such things are inconceivable. None can be permitted to befoul the glory of his utopia. In his unparalleled brilliance, he has decided to enlist the service of local villains for the purpose of helping him maintain and enforce order. Definitely not to deflect any potential responsibility or liabilities mm -hmm. from himself. Mm -hmm. Never. However, even his immaculate mind couldn't predict the culmination of this plot. Decades of planning see the rise of an unexpected threat of which Dr. Aeon played no small part in helping create in more ways than one. So that may or may not mean anything to you, that may or may not interest you, but it's such a, fun, such, such a fun ride. Like, it's just absolutely delightful. Um, so located atop the balcony of the Arachnos Administrative Building in Aeon City, uh, the location can be reached through the elevators with rounded doors located inside the lobby for those that don't have flight numbers. It's also available through the LFG, which is looking for group tab. Completion of the Dr. Aeon Strike Force will give players the option of selecting a new, brand new enhancement category as a reward called a D-Sync Origin Enhancement, a DSO, once every 18 hours. The Dr. Aeon Strike Force also features brand new musical compositions created specifically for it. That excited me too, because uh, I couldn't find notes about music sadly so hopefully yeah hopefully, and i forgot i had the music turned off when we ran it <laughs> oh, i always have well, the music turned off i had it really super super low and i don't even know if it was uh if you could hear it on the um recording or not but it was just yeah so difficulty challenge okay this was something that was really fun the difficulty challenge options changes so with the release of the dr aeon strike force we've completely rewritten the challenge settings code and greatly expanded what we can do with future content these optional optional difficulty settings are accessed from the challenge settings menu as part of page three this is only available for dr aeon strike force so you can't do it on anything else yet or maybe ever, maybe this is just going to be, nah, hopefully they'll spread it out. <laughs> they will. The, yeah, sure. they will. They have to. I mean, it's just too fun. <clears throat> and uh, so let me explain. These options require being level 50 to select and change the content in various ways. These new difficulty modes were handcrafted and balanced and are not based on the previous challenge settings that exist currently. 
Facing content with these advanced difficulty settings enabled will grant the team more rewards for overcoming challenges. Additionally, some badges may only be available by going above the normal difficulty setting. So badge hounds, you're gonna to wanna to really play around with this. <laughs> the design goal of these options was to ensure all roles on a team, whether they're tank, damage, control, or support, could contribute in a re rewarding way and give incarnate level characters using invention origin enhancements something to test their fully built characters against. The difficulty levels are named after the old reputation difficulties and each changes the content in various ways. And it's so cool, you guys. So the specifics below are the current settings. For Villainous, this is the normal difficulty and it's set to by default. So, and it, uh, oh, and it doesn't change the content at all. So it's exactly like straight out, no changes. This is the this is the deal. Malicious, if you go from villainous to malicious, boss rank or higher enemies have access to additional powers, including those needed to earn certain challenge badges. We can verify this, can't we, Chu? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's so cool. It it really is. Like uh it added like a real fun realization when we were going through it because we ran it the first time set to the normal villainous level and then we ran it again at i can't remember what it was the first or second level higher than that because that's what people were saying would be fun we trusted them and it was like it was the same mission it was the same flavor and all of that stuff but the challenges were definitely there and uh talking through like what the differences were that was really fun too like trying to uh discover well was it this or that did you see mm -hmm. that like it really added a little bit more i would say immersion because you're working as your team to try and figure things out now if you know exactly what it's going to change you're going to know but that first time for us it was pretty it was pretty special um let's see <clears throat> certain enemy groups and continuing under malicious certain enemy groups can sometimes have elite bosses spawn in place of bosses in regular spawns so yeah that definitely happened right <laughs> certain certain static encounters have rank increases such as lieutenants spawning as bosses instead arch villains have praetorian base to hit of 63.75% Certain powerful arch villains have double base health. Now let me re repeat that. <laughs> Certain right. powerful arch villains have double base health with normalized regeneration numbers. I guess to offset that, right? Um, no other additional stats, defeat rewards, or restrictions. Um, and then in addition to all standard rewards, completion of this difficulty level will reward one Empyrean merit. So you get all the other rewards, and then boop, a pretty little Empyrean merit drops into your salvage. It's just boop, so cute. And then for Vicious, the minimum mission difficulty is locked at plus two. I think we might've done Vicious. The mm -hmm. minimum mission difficulty is locked at plus two and the team size at times eight. So that means you're going to be seeing the like the biggest size mobs that you can spawn um, on a team. Um, but it'll it'll be locked at plus two. The same increases in enemy ranks and two hit increases as 
I read in Malicious, all enemies receive the following baseline buffs. Plus 10 resistance to all, plus 15% defense to all, plus 20% damage all, plus 10% to hit, 66 foot perception radius. AV uh, ranked enemies will, will reward one astral merit per defeat. So AVs will give you an extra astral merit per defeat. Certain powerful AVs will reward two astral merits per defeat. Players will be unable to use non-revive large super inspirations. That seems fair. In addition yeah. to all and standard- And I'm glad they still allow you to do revives. Because <laughs> that, whoo. Yeah. In addition to all standard rewards, completion of this difficulty will reward two Imperiod merits and an incarnate rewards table containing your choice of a random incarnate salvage, an Imperian merit, or two super inspirations. That's solid. That's a solid reward. Under Ruthless, we're, we're told the minimum mission difficulty is locked at plus three and team size at times eight. Same increases in enemy ranks and two hit as malicious. All enemy baseline buffs increase from 5% to 10%. AV ranked enemies will reward two astral merits per defeat. Certain powerful AVs will reward three astral merits per defeat. Players will be unable to use temp powers or non-revive medium slash large slash super inspirations. Oof. No temp powers. That hurts. That hurts. In addition to all standard rewards, completion of this yeah. difficulty will reward three Empyrean merits and the same incarnate reward table as Vicious. And I really wish I could keep up with the chat, but right now, if I don't keep my eyes on this page, <laughs> so keep talking, y'all. Um, let's see. So uh, Relentless, the mission difficulty is locked at plus four and the team size is times eight. Yes, that was plus four times eight. The same increases in enemy ranks and two hit increases as malicious. All enemies baseline buffs increase from five to 10, which is also true for Ruthless. AVs, okay, AV ranked enemies will reward three astral merits per defeat. Certain powerful, Ooh, certain powerful AVs will reward one Empyrean merit per defeat. Players will be unable to use temp powers or any non-revive inspirations. In addition to all standard rewards, completion of this difficulty will reward four Empyrean merits and the same incarnate reward table as Vicious. Nice. Which was a random incarnate salvage, an Empyrean merit, or two super inspirations. Nice. Any comments that you want to mention right now, babe, as far as discussing all Very of that? Cool. Before we move on to challenge modes. Sorry, um, <laughs> fiddling it's with okay, the audio, though. of course. Okay, so I'll just keep reading then. Under yes. challenge modes, the old task force and flashback challenges have been rewritten using the above code. This has resulted in several changes to the way certain badges are obtained. Various flashback badges for completing challenges at various levels now do it based on the story arc maximum level instead of the hidden stature level. Oh, that was frustrating. That made it difficult to know which story arcs <laughs> counted for what. Praise be our little cheat way of getting badges from Alma Feta. Yes, that's going to be so much easier. Uh, only story arcs that reward five merits or more will count towards the challenge badges. 
totally fair. Uh, options for no incarnate powers and only alpha slot were added to the powers option for any arc in the SL9, which is level 45 to 50 categories. Completing a flashback arc using these two new options rewards two new Ouroboros category badges. Love some new badges. Mm -hmm. And there's, yeah, there's a lot of new badges. Uh, task forces and strike forces that have a master of X or whatever it is badge associated with them now have a dedicated challenge option for the badge. The individual power restriction and defeat limit options no longer work for receiving these badges. Hmm. It's going to be interesting because I'm, I don't know diddly about the master of stuff. Yeah. Selecting the master of challenge for a given TF will set the team size to eight, maximum defeats to zero, disable temporary powers, disable incarnate powers, and when successfully completed, the challenge will award master of badge and a rare incarnate component. Well, that's pretty valuable. Added an Empyrean merit as a reward for completing the master of task force challenges. Added a master sorry, an astral merit as a reward for completing the master of trial challenges. Failing any missions in a task force or trial will now cause the master of challenge to fail. Wow. Uh -huh. A room. <clears throat> so any comments that you want to share, Chooch? Are you still checking audio? Which is totally fine. <laughs> totally no, fine. Um, no, I think these are pretty straightforward and it's going to... You know, it's definitely going to affect a few things the way people have been doing things. Yeah. But not huge. I don't think. But I'm not a badge hound. <laughs> You're just married to one. Well, for one character. <laughs> right. So for, yeah. And so as Trauma for, Train Rich says, it'll be cool when they propagate these to other uh, <clears throat> strike forces and task forces for real. Mm. Um, is it kind of you know adds a, a whole new spice to running all those again? Yeah, and uh, taxi, <laughs> LMFAO, oh, taxi, hey. so much fun! Yeah, so don't fail that lady gray mission with Glacian Inferno Infernia. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, that's why it's a master, though, right? Exactly, so yeah, so moving on to new power sets, which is very exciting i didn't read anything of this because i wanted to wait and see what it came what <laughs> happened on live i didn't play with it on beta so seismic blast new Ooh. primary blast. thanks for the follow dash no chris <laughs> thank you for the follow so so much well, let's see seismic blast new primary for blasters and corruptors and a new secondary for defenders you can manipulate earth and stone to defeat your foes. The crushing force of many earth powers can reduce a target's defense. Being of the earth, you're most powerful while on the ground. While grounded, your attacks increase seismic pressure. As your seismic pressure increases, the cooldown of other seismic blast attacks is reduced, and your chances of triggering seismic shockwaves around you also increase. These seismic shock waves will have a chance of knocking back foes and while standing on the ground, empower some of your attacks. So I'm picturing something kind of like, what is it rooted for the stone mm -hmm. tanks? And I'm wondering if the knockback is gonna be problematic if, 
if is there a rooted well i guess we'll find out. if anybody in the chat knows if it's a similar type of thing where they're going to be rooted so that knockback could be problematic just let me know because that has me curious uh, so then earth manipulation is a new secondary power set for blasters you can control the forces of the earth you can manipulate earth and stone to defeat your foes the crushing force of many earth powers can reduce a target's defense while most stone attacks will knock foes off their feet proliferation scrappers and stalkers are rocking it <laughs> i'm assuming that's your <laughs> phrasing chooch <laughs> The stone melee power set has been proliferated for scrappers. Unlike the brute tanker version, seismic smash hold is mag three, not mag four. The power has an increased critical hit rate, but does not crit for full damage. Instead, it crits for uh, it so it's in, uh, and inflicts double mag hold. The stone melee power set has been proliferated for stalkers. Unlike the Brute Tanker Scrapper versions, this power set does not have Heavy Mallet, nor Seismic Smash. Instead, it has Assassin Smash and Seismic Mallet. The Stone Armor power set has been proliferated for Scrappers and Stalkers. This version of the set does not get access to Granite. Instead, it has a new power called Geode. Geode is similar to Hibernate Creep, creating a protective structure when you, where you can regenerate and recover endurance. The power has some big differences from Hibernate. While active, you accumulate geothermal power stacks that increase the damage inflicted by Brimstone's fire proc. Geo does not trigger no phase locks, nor is it blocked by them. Enemies can target and attempt to destroy the geode structure once destroyed. The toggle will drop. Any buff aura the player has will remain active and will continue to buff allies. <clears throat> Revamps of Stone Armor, Electrical Blast, and Dual Blades. For Stone Armor, too many changes to list here. Mostly reduced uh, cooldowns and reduced endurance costs. Well, those are both great changes, right? Right. <laughs> Standouts. <laughs> Enough said. Standouts are a new minimal graphics theme that is less obtrusive. Brimstone Armor now grants the caster a fire damage prop. Players should now be able to do a small 1.5 high jump while in granite form while well, there hey this is um high enough to jump some small bench size ledges but not enough to jump over enemies or fences that's pretty cool <clears throat> electrical blast and doll from the dollhouse mm -hmm. says it looks very very funny oh does it? <laughs> so i can't wait i think solid nugget needs to be reborn because i haven't built them on homecoming yet <laughs> You know, I wish you would because I miss Nugs. I do. <laughs> it was fun with him. Let's see. Electrical Blast. Many minor tweaks. This is cool because my my main, her on, on live, she was Electrical Blast. So it's kind of like something I always keep an eye on. So there were many minor tweaks to recharge times and damage over time durations. Biggest standout is a new set mechanic called Shocked. Electrical blast attacks now have a chance to shock enemies for 20% bonus damage depending on their current endurance. This damage scales with buffs and enhancements and shocking enemies will return a portion of endurance back to you as Sweet. well as inflict a minus 40% recovery debuff for five seconds if, uh, upon each application. That's tight, man. Yeah. 
I wonder if that's one of the reasons I have so many endurance problems on <coughs> because like I didn't have well anyways starting at 80% endurance your chance to shock will scale from 10% up towards 100% when an enemy is fully drained single target attacks return one half of the base cost AOEs return one quarter AOEs will only restore endurance once not per target shocking is separate from scourge other such bonus procs and will not double dip <laughs> this change not only shores up electric's um, single target damage conditionally, but also allows players to more easily keep targets drained as their basic weight. Yeah, drained as their basic attacks will proc shock and inflict minus recovery the more endurance they drain. Yeah, nice chain reaction going. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or feedback loop. Tesla Cage has been revamped to emit chain lightning. Taking yeah. this power allows you to build static charges with each activation of other electrical blast attacks. As static builds, you can unleash it with Tesla Cage, where electricity will jump off your main target to shock others nearby. That's tight. And then Dual Blades received several quality of life improvements as well as bug fixes. Uh, there are, I'll give you a second to decide if there's anything worth adding from the, from this, from the chat as they, yeah, it was something that, uh, Rich just mentioned that did seem cool is, uh, Voltaic Sentinels now a toggle. Oh, that's right. Cool. We were talking about that when they had it on beta. That's super exciting. Cause it was really useful, but I always forgot, you know, with healing and everything like that, mm -hmm. I always forgot to relaunch it. So that's very, very cool seems like it's been a while since electrics had some love so this is nice yeah i don't even know oh uh, it it was uh i saw doll's question it was just a you'd fire it off and it would hang there for a little while and then it would just go away uh let's see so there's new io sets slow movement and travel Ice Mistral's Torment, which is a rare six-piece slow movement io set that emphasizes the enhancement of damage attacks this set has a level range of 20 to 50 and includes a cold damage proc. Travel sets, all are rare. Four piece sets that have a level range of 15 to 50. Hypersonic, which is a flying IO set that includes a unique IO that will grant your character a power mod that provides plus 2.0 fly protection when using the fly power it's slotted in. That's nice. As someone that flies a lot to avoid harm. Launch is a leaping IO set that includes a unique IO that will grant your character incredible leaping potential while using the jump power it's slotted in. This leaping effect will grant your character plus eight of jump height and plus 40 feet of maximum jump height for 120 seconds. Ooh, <laughs> Sorry, gross. if I'm dizzying people with this scrolling, I totally got lost in the, uh, <laughs> I've been scrolling the official patch notes. And I think that my translated notes may have been slightly out of order. Oh. Blades. <laughs> there were PvP okay. changes that I didn't add in, <clears throat> um, which please speak up if you are a PvP year and really yeah, want to hear this stuff. We generally don't we generally don't come across many people who like to do PvP, so um, nobody ever really wants to talk about it. And 
since I don't do it very much, none of these changes really seemed that critical to me. Um, but I don't follow it. So maybe this is critical. Maybe we need somebody who does it to let us know what's important. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, like some of the other things, there's a bunch of really small tweaks and they're you know, really small balance tweaks where it changes a few percentages here, changes a few seconds there, that kind of thing. Um, so it, you know, it honestly didn't look like big changes to me, but I may not know better. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, let me be clear. These are new IO sets, not new travel powers. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was Which... in the right place to begin with, huh? Oh, well. Continue, so you made please. us all nauseous for no reason. Good to know. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> all right. So going back to Thrust. Uh, it's a running I.O. set that includes a unique I.O. that will grant your character extra running speed when using the run power. It's slotted in. Uh, the extra run speed is 5 miles per hour. Can be increased with enhancements and outside strength buffs. Does not suppress in combat and will last for 120 seconds. Warp is a teleportation I.O. set that includes a unique <coughs> I.O. that will grant your character heightened spatial awareness when using the teleportation power it's slotted in this effect provides sorry this extra effect provides a 20 percent increased perception radius and will last for 120 seconds and then we get to desync origin enhancements which you get upon completion right now you get it uh, upon completion of the dr aeon strike force and you'll get the option of selecting an, uh, selecting one every 18 hours. They are parallel to Hamadon slash Titan slash Hydra origin in strength and can be combined. Ooh, and can be combined with those types to increase their level up to a maximum of 53. However, the DSO enhancements have several new combinations of boosts in addition to previously existing combos. These new combos have a higher drop weight than the older and you will have a higher but not guaranteed chance to receive one when selecting this reward option let's see taunt enhancement categories are being renamed threat duration enhancements these uh oh i'm never going to learn that these enhancements, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to stick <laughs> these enhancements now will all boost taunt and placate duration this has no impact on multi-enhancement uh, set strength. There's a new emote, inner tubes. If you are in water, you can sit on floaties just in time for Christmas with a variety of patterns. There's a strawberry donut, a chocolate donut, a neon green sport, cow spots, Naval Academy, and of course, lifeguard. <laughs> Get another drink. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. <clears throat> I proclaimed Rich won the the chat this week. What did Rich? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, we were talking do? about PvP, and they were saying, you know, like, yeah, you know, there's not that many PvPers, and they kind of have their own thing. And, you know, Taxi was saying they, they really, you know, they, uh, they adjust very quickly to this sort of thing. They're on top of it. And then Rich said, the best PvPs on the forums anyways. <laughs> yeah, he wins. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Nice, Rich. <laughs> it's always best in the comments. That's where the best fights are. Okay, but that's all social media. So let's see. Right. Supergroup bases. We have added three new tab categories. Office details, slums, 
and wastes and warehouse. Those are some fun ones. Tab order has been updated to keep them in alphabetical order. Some items have been drained from their generic tabs and placed in tabs with more closely related items. Praise baby, Positron. There are no change logs for which items have been moved where as this may change again in the future, which is cool, that's fine. Like that's a lot of tedious little items to do a change log for. Uh, renamed Toolbox to Warehouse Toolbox, which I'm supposing is now in the Warehouse tabs. Removed oh, no. new from <laughs> removed new from previously released items and applied it to this latest batch. Use the search term new to see the complete list in the editor. Added 472 detail items. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, I was just scrolling through them. This is almost like, I mean, I'm not going to get chocolate in my peanut butter, but this is like another game that I'm playing right now. They just had a big release. Uh, let's see, ammo boxes, posters, cameras, groceries, tra uh, street trash, lockers, barrels, televisions, wooden crates, and a new mainframe computer. There are new costume parts, many changes, including new faces, bringing some male pieces to females and fixes for pieces on huge characters. Standouts include gold bricker costume parts available, added a new jetpacks category under back details to support future jetpacks. Existing jetpacks found under backpacks have not been moved yet. Added gold bricker to jetpacks, the legacy color version of this jetpack, delayed for technical reasons. That's a lot of time saying jetpacks. Right. Uh, added the spectrum. <laughs> Ooh, added the spectrum texture to many categories that were missing the option. I love that one. It's so cute. Uh, Architect Entertainment has a new conversion option for incarnate threads to architect tickets. The conversion rate is one to one and can be done in batches of 10 or 100 and much, much more. There's 30 new badges, changes to dozens of tasks, including tip missions and task forces. Ooh. Changes to four city zones and six enemy groups and scores of bug fixes touching every aspect of the game. <clears throat> no doubt. So that is just, I wonder how many things that you shrunk together to get four bullet points <laughs> i can't imagine it was such a, a huge 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 release i want to see some um so did you have anything you wanted to add from the chat while I was um up? no other than uh rich reported back that the gold bricker pants do not poof out at the thighs oh they are not proper droppers proper droppers that is so disappointing. I know how much you wanted the poofy, right? Bulge no poof. There's no poof. Going on. Which makes me think that those those actual models. It must be the poofy must be in the geometry, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a little afraid to look very close <laughs> to at their geometry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna zoom in on their geometry. That's just not gonna happen. Let's see. Um, okay, so yeah, my, this is what I wanted to see. If they fix the uh, the Brickstown prison, let's see, mob specialist now properly counts the new prisoner bosses with the Brickstown update. Warden now properly counts the new prisoner added with the Brickstown update. Fort Knox, hint text, city zones. 
did they they fix that one bug in the in the uh was it the Brickstown prisoner event though yes yeah i feel so like the, i read that somewhere yeah that was actually last week's patch that uh yeah that's right it, it I wasn't I spawning that. enough prisoners to complete it i knew i heard that somewhere and it, it had bitten us a few <laughs> times we tried to do it it has yeah it'll be nice to be able to go in there and get it so what does everybody think of those patch notes? Pretty exciting, right? How how many times has everybody run Aeon by now? Because I've been like just chomping at the bit How many too. Does everybody run Aeon <laughs> right. by now? <laughs> yep, job first. <laughs> I have no idea how to spell it. I thought it was like J A U purse or something. J O D H P U R S or something like that. So dolls only run it with us, and taxis run it a few times. Yeah, I we only run it that ran it that one day on the test server. So I'm really super excited too. Oh, that's right, Trauma Train Rich is going to be running Doc Aeon tomorrow with his Something Wicked Sunday run and stream. Stream. Timberwolf, I've watched you run it. <laughs> well, I've run it. I mean, I don't know that we ran it. We oh, Rich does that. Successful. Rich does those at noon on Sundays. Noon Eastern on Sundays. Dollhouse. And that is in Trauma Train Rich's um, stream. I don't think we have shout outs set up. No, yeah, I don't have the bot stuff set up yet. Sorry. Nice. Um, so <laughs> I'm trying to skip through and see other comments that scream out at me. Um, we didn't have any emails this week. We didn't have any new feedback or anything like that, which is that totally makes sense. It would have been confusing because we were on vacation. So I don't imagine I would understand when that happened. <laughs> sure. Nice, nice. Really grateful to everybody joining us. Give us a follow if you haven't already. And uh, we're going to be back in two weeks. This is uh, this is the schedule we've kind of picked up for now. And uh, <coughs> two weeks. And we will be here and we will be reporting what's going on and again as we've said in our last episode so we play on homecoming and that is where we're going to focus our efforts we are not exclusive in any way of course if, if anybody has interest in the other ones i know that folks have been playing on rebirth and unity and and what is it cake and all a whole bunch mm -hmm. of other ones this is just where we started playing and where we're the happiest so you know um, yeah definitely and we're, we're going to be, uh, we will do some episodes specifically on those other servers. Yep. Um, yeah. Yes, yes, we will. And Taxi says, uh, wait, I lost it. She said something. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> really enjoying the new seismic blast set and all, you know, content. Wink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to play with those. I'm, I'm due to build a new character because we hit 50 on our heroes. Um, and so we've got new ones to build and I was thinking of making a ghost widow, but now I'm going to have to look at the new options again and start that calculation <laughs> all over again. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that is that, 
Is that let me yeah, I, yeah, little... there wasn't really then... any other news. Yeah. So next week we will, unless not next week, uh, in two weeks, in the next session, <laughs> assuming there isn't some other new massive drop of content, uh, we intend to talk about what changed from sunset to score. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of you uh, are very familiar with how it works now. Uh, since you've been playing for the last two years. But for people coming fresh in, <laughs> they may not know when that kind of stuff happened. And then in future episodes, we're going to go backwards in time to when, um, kind of do overviews of the different issues and the major milestones of changes in each issue. Uh, we're also going to do uh, highlights on factions and lore and talk in, talk about these villain groups and why. <laughs> I can see your face. Could it be the chat? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just rich being rich. Had a massive drop of content this morning. Um, Which I think is a lie because uh, I saw him. uh, He mentioned he had to go poop during Greb's stream earlier today. So, you know. Wow. Unless he's really, really working through Thanksgiving. Um, So. So yeah, so um, our next episode was going to be the essentials, the way travels, <clears throat> travel powers and stuff work now. Um, if we get, you know, feedback one way or the other, if you'd rather hear about the essentials of travel powers and vidiot maps and other tricks, then we'll do that next week, you know, and then we'll do the other stuff later, you know. We keep We're saying here next week. to serve you. Sorry, next session. He wants this to be weekly. I want guys. it to be weekly, clearly. He does. He if wants other it to people be do, let us know. Maybe it'll happen. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> uh, oy, but oy. We do do a couple weekly streams on Viv's Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash vividmuse. That's true. I, we do. We do Wicked Wednesdays uh, with Trauma Train Rich, where we play villains and get our, our weekly red side in. And on Saturdays, we do. I'm going to say it again. Do do <laughs> hero and our <laughs> heroes recently reached 50. So they're going to get some incarnates on today, which is actually going to happen in just a few minutes. Yep. So anybody in waiting theory. for that stream to start in one minute, it's going to be a minute late. Right. <laughs> so yeah, Viv's going to drop here and she's going to start the stream. Right. <gasps> We talked theory. about it, but that was two weeks ago. <laughs> and then yeah, I can raid our other channel. Isn't that tricky? And we've yeah. never practiced See? it here. So I do have to hang up off this call, though, to turn on OBS, right? Because it's going to grab right. my camera. Yeah. So, <laughs> bye. <laughs> uh, my voice is still here. I'm just going to be launching things. Right. Yeah, we're going to be starting up very shortly. We're going to be doing the... Uh, we're going to start with the Ouroboros, you know, kind of... The mission that you're supposed to do to unlock your incarnate slots that automatically unlock. That's the one we're going to be doing. Ooh, my phone's telling me to go live, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. So, yeah, twitch.tv slash vividmuse, and I'm going to raid that channel. Uh, There's a couple uh, couple other uh, things in the chat. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining in the chat. It's so, it's, you know, we used to do all the recording alone in the basement. And there was no live element. And this is just so cool to have this interaction. Um, 
can you raid yourself? Well, I you did will last be able night, to but... raid me as <laughs> right. <No. laughs> They're actually on different channels. So there's the Chuchu Viv channel and there's the Vivid News channel. Um, Dash No Chris, this is my first time tuning in, and I may have missed the info since I'm doing cardio over here. But do the COH podcasts get broadcast on more than one channel, and are uh, they're more available for rewatching video via VOD slash archive. So the thank we, you for asking, Dash yeah. No Chris. That is a that is a great question. So we do have a YouTube channel to ho- host an archive. We have only done one other vidcast, so two weeks ago, and on mm. our Twitch channel, I'm going to put a link to the YouTube channel, uh, which I thought I had done, but um, I guess I did not. Um, and so the YouTube channel is going to have all of the VODs going forward. And then there is cohpodcast.com and cohpodcast.com has all of our audio only episodes from when we originally did the podcast, uh, when the game was live and we did the podcast for two or three years, um, from, oh gosh, I don't even remember episode, uh, issue, I think we stopped at issue 14, so like issue 6 we, to 14, something like that. It was sad, you guys. It's <clears> a <throat> sad list of how long ago we did. <laughs> and there's, you know, there's some interviews. We got to interview Hero One, and we got to interview Positron, and uh, we got to meet more War Witch and a few other people back in the day. So there's a whole, whole, whole lot of content back then. And we did meticulously read the patch notes back then with the percentages and all that. Yeah. Um, what were we thinking? <laughs> what were we thinking? Uh, so that is all available um, at cohpodcast.com. And at cohpodcast.com slash subscribe, it has the links to all of the different podcast feeds. Um, yeah, we did. We interviewed Trauma Train Rich once, too, back in the day. Yeah, we That's did. That's right. Dirty, dirty right. villain. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can get all that there. And then uh, the new streams are going to be here every other Saturday, fortnightly. And and then at Viv Muse Channel, we do our weeklies on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So we thank you, games. everybody. I'm going to start the outro thing. This podcast, its hosts, and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or Homecoming servers. All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike license, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com. Good hunting, heroes.